Hello, welcome to episode 13 of the Fitness for Humans podcast. This first segment is brought to you by Hoover's Hardscapes. Looking to have any kind of hardscaping improvements made to your exterior of your home? Check out them out on Facebook, Hoover's Hardscapes. Uh, the contact info as well as pictures of any work that he's ever done is on there. You can see all the the structures that he does from retaining walls to paver patios. Just ask for Nick. And he is available anywhere in Northeast Ohio as well as Central Ohio. And yeah, yeah, I can tell from your experience, he has done fantastic work. So give him a shout. Um, Today's episode, we want to jump into something I call leading an active lifestyle. Now, what this means is, you know, just trying to incorporate any kind of movement into your everyday life function. Um, if you're somebody who has a physically demanding job, you're doing enough. Um, you know, construction workers, uh, you know, hardscapers. Um, I know from experience after doing hardscaping for a few years, you know, what a physically demanding job that can be. Um, you know, these are somebody that even, even somebody that just walks or stands for a majority of your time at work. Um, that's, that's good for you physically. Um, and that really is enough. Um, but, uh, if you're somebody who has more of a sedentary lifestyle or I'm sorry, a sedentary, um, I guess job demand where, you know, you're, you're sitting at a desk for a lot of your day or sitting in a car for a lot of your day. Um, the, uh, the importance to try to incorporate more activity, um, is, is so beneficial and not even, I'm not even talking about just going to the gym after work, although that is important. I think that's, you know, there's a big benefit that comes to that, which is more important for specific goals, but, uh, just an overall active lifestyle is just so great for, uh, not only your mental clarity, but also for, you know, relieving a lot of mental stress, uh, anxiety, but, uh, physically, I mean, just aiding your digestion. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, is so underrated is just walking. You know, one thing that, uh, they always talk, you know, they, you hear a lot of researchers talk about is the importance of going on walks after you've done had a meal, just take a 15, 20 minute stroll, just a light stroll, just to get moving. Cause uh, that movement actually helps aid in your digestion and helps get things passing through. You know, it's a great way. I for one have a wife and kids and a dog, you know, so it's a great way to kind of get everybody out. I mean, I know my kids really enjoy going for walks, so it's a good excuse to kind of kind of get out and get it moving. Obviously when it's cold, it's a little, it's a little tougher to do that outside, uh, a little tougher to get motivated and, and desire that kind of thing. But you know, with it getting a little bit warmer out now in springtime, uh, you know, this is a good time to start kind of incorporating that into a daily routine. Like I said, you know, the, the digestive benefit just from doing that after a meal is so great. Um, there's an old adage that says, you know, if you want for longer life, eat half and walk double, you know, and that's, that stands the test of time. So, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, that's a kind of a, in the back of your mind. I mean, you know, it's something that, you know, obviously with our schedules being what they are, it's hard to maintain a consistency sometimes, but anytime you can do something like that, you know, it, it, you'll definitely see benefits from that, you know, and even taking it a step farther, you know, I've mentioned in the past, you know, the benefits of joining competitive leagues, you know, for motivation, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a good thing to kind of, kind of keep you young at heart. And, uh, it's a, it's a good way to get physically active. I mean, just, you know, improving the activity in your lifestyle. I mean, if you, if you're a softball player, if you, you know, I'm in a wiffle ball league, you know, even bowling, you know, but if you're not an athlete, you're hiking, there's tons of Metro parks and city parks and County parks, you know, all over the place. Uh, you know, and they all have trails and different types of Hills and things like that. So we're lucky here in Northeast Ohio, where I'm from that, uh, you know, there's a lot of that kind of thing available here and, it, uh, so beneficial. I mean, just, you know, getting out, I mean, you know, not only being outside, but I mean, you know, being movement 
the movement that you acquire with that. Um, if you have kids, you know, coaching sports is actually more physically involving than, you know, maybe you, you would originally think. I mean, I, I coached t-ball with my daughter one year and uh, just the the involvement and the, the the reward from doing that. I mean, I, there's a different type of reward that comes with, you know, coaching young sports, but we won't get into that. But, uh, you know, just the physical involvement is something that, uh, is kind of underrated as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously we've got to jump in and show kids how to do certain things when we're coaching them. So, you know, the movement is, uh, you know, something that's going to obviously improve your activity through your day-to-day life. Even if you just have a pet, you know, getting your dog out, you know, even just on walks or, you know, training them, playing with them, you know, pets can be so beneficial for our, uh, our psyche as far as, you know, you know, getting out and getting, uh, getting active with them. Um, but, uh, I mean, the consistent movement obviously helps with our day-to-day energy. Um, if we lead more sedentary lifestyles, you know, this is a lot of times where we'll, we'll, we'll struggle with our energy levels. And, uh, you know, this is something that we've kind of, um, can benefit from. I think every single person, I mean, like I said, even if we have physically demanding jobs, anything extra that we can do is just going to obviously make us that much better, that much better. In this next segment, I want to dive into something uh, about realistic optimal health. Now, we've always talked about in the past as far as benefits to consistent exercise. You know, even just in the last segment, we were discussing you know the benefits of leading an active lifestyle and ways to do that. Uh, but uh, what is optimal health? Um, you know, we're all looking to improve. We're all looking to you know maybe have better muscle definition, better health, better energy. Uh, my personal goal has always been energy and health. Um, muscle definition is great, but, uh, I mean, a, a lot of times those, those goals are much more difficult to attain than anybody would ever actually realistically tell you. Um, but, uh, I, ideally if you're, if you're somebody who's trying to set goals, uh, for where you're trying to improve, um, you know, a lot of it starts with our body fat percentage. Cause I, I mean, that's a good barometer as far as, you know, how healthy you are and how much energy we're going to have. So, uh, anything over 25% body fat is considered overweight, um, so anytime you can get anywhere between 15 to 25 percent, I guess is what I guess would be the, I guess average recognized average um, for somebody who's not overweight, um, and this is okay. Uh, 15 to 25 percent uh, body mass um, for body fat would be, you know, decent energy, decent health, um, little definition of muscles if any, but uh, you know a lot of a lot of us fall into that range, um, but uh, I mean, if your diet is okay. Your exercise can be minimal to maintain this stage, um, but uh, if uh, for optimal health, for maximum optimal health, you're looking for anywhere from 10 to 15 percent body fat. Um, this is best for your highest energy level and health, and uh, this is where you'll see a, a decent amount of muscle definition. If you're say you're standing in front of the mirror and you start to flex your, your abs and you start to see a little bit of abdomen definition, uh, this is kind of where you're going to fall. Is in this 10 to 15 body fat percentage range. Um, Unlike, unfortunately, this is unlikely to achieve without good diet and exercise. Um, it's just a really, it, it's tough enough to attain this, but it's it's realistic to attain this. And it's realistic to maintain this uh, if you're consistent with your diet and your exercise. Anything below 10% is where you see these guys who are just really chiseled and, and, and ladies as well. Um, they're just really chiseled. These are typically ones that compete or they're just overly committed to the gym. The bad things about this is your body does need fat for energy. So if you get into this range, not only is it really hard to attain, but it's really hard to maintain because it, it requires 
obsession in with your diet and your gym, but you also have lower energy. So when you have lower energy, it's harder to find that motivation. It, 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 the discipline level is just through the roof to maintain this kind of thing. And really, it's not even optimal for your health or energy. And really, I mean, if you're not feeling well, then what really is the point? I mean, yeah, some people that compete, you know, will tell you otherwise, like this is, you know, the best way to be. But, you know, realistically in that 10 to 15 is, it, to me, it's the perfect place to be. Um, that's where I try to reside uh, is in that 10 to 15 range. If any of you guys have followed me on social media, you've seen me post flexing pictures and stuff like that. So um, it's not really to be braggadocious. It's meant to uh, just kind of uh, be informative. And anytime I try to, you know, do stuff like that, it's 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 just just try to, you know, show you guys that things are, are attainable. I mean, anybody that has known me for a long time has known that, you know, when I graduated from high school, I was 140 pounds soaking wet and it was like skinny fat, you know. So, um, you know, if somebody like me can attain something like that, then anybody can attain something like that if uh, they pursue it the right way. Now, BMI um, is a, not an accurate... The, the, the formula for figuring out your BMI is not an accurate um, formula as far as knowing exactly where you stand, but it, it, it realistically it should be within 10 to 15 percent, which is not really that close, but uh, it, it really depends on everybody's body type. So like the formula is uh, your weight in pounds divided by your height in feet squared. okay? So by this formula, I am at 24 percent body fat, which is in the okay range. But like I said, anybody that's seen me on social media knows that I'm not in that 24% range. So um, I really do question how accurate this formula is. But this is the formula that they go go by. Um, and like I said, it is good enough to give you some sort of idea as far as uh, where you're at. But um, but yeah, just a little, little info on that there. Um, so let's recap the episode then. Uh, today's episode, I mean, yeah. Do something involving movement. I mean, that's really the most important thing as far as making sure you're maintaining an active lifestyle. It doesn't have to require the gym, you know, consistently, and it doesn't have to require hours of cardio. You know, I mean, just, you know, just maintaining an active lifestyle. Once you've hit your goal and you maintain your diet, leading an active lifestyle is enough as far as your workout goes to maintain your health and your energy. Uh, but yeah, continue to focus on, on healthy eating habits. That's something that's going to, like, I always say that's the first and most important thing that, you know, all this revolves around. So if that's something that you're doing, then leading an active lifestyle is enough. So hopefully this has been beneficial for you. I'm sorry I'm a day late releasing this episode. That was pointed out to me by a listener. Uh, but, uh, you know, with things happening, uh, I just wasn't able to get it out yesterday. Uh, as far as next week, uh, next week's episode, uh, I usually record these on Sundays. And next week is being Easter, uh, having some gatherings. So so I will probably be a little bit late with that one as well. Uh, but uh, if anybody has any suggestions or questions, feel free to leave them in the comments on Spotify. Uh, until next time, so long.